But let's jump right into it. And I want to go to Matt Taibbi's article first. Guys, please mount that like button for me if you would be so kind. So Matt Taibbi posted about the whole Twitter debacle. And, you know, he did a whole long lead up to it. But I want to get down to the good stuff. He's talking about the Twitter files and all this stuff. I don't want to read all that. Matt Taibbi is a little long-winded. All right. So here is where we get into the good stuff. And for those who don't know, so last week, and I covered this several times on my uh, on my Substack, um, last week, basically, Elon Musk disabled all Substack links. You couldn't reply to them. You couldn't like them. You couldn't retweet them. If you tried to click on a link, a Substack link on Twitter, you got told it was a dangerous site and they shadow banned the Substack Twitter account because they were pissed off that Substack launched a Twitter competitor. Essentially, that's way better than Twitter. It is far superior to Twitter in like every possible way. It's so, so, so nice. But this really pissed off Elon Musk. And Matt Taibbi has a really, really popular Substack, like over 350,000 subscribers. Matt Taibbi also happens to be one of the Twitter files authors, okay? And so basically, Matt Taibbi got blocked from posting his Substack stuff where he makes a metric boat ton of money from Substack. He got blocked from posting his Substack links on Twitter. He was like, what the F? And he put, he decided to stick with Substack. So in the breakup of Twitter and Substack, Matt Taibbi chose Substack, which makes sense. That's where he makes all his money. Why wouldn't he choose Substack? So now Matt Taibbi has posted on his Substack a little rundown of his perspective. Let's read. And this is the first time I'm reading this. I don't know what this is going to say. I first found out there was a problem. Hang on, Brian. Spy stream. She's in the room. $2. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I can't stream it. I cannot stream the socialist conference. Okay, guys, I can't do it. It's not legal. You want me to get arrested? No, or sued or anything like that. I'm going to go. I'm going to be a good girl. I'm not going to be disruptive. It's going to be great. All right. Anyway. I first found out there was a problem between Twitter and Substack early last Friday in the morning hours just after imploding under Mendy Hassan's Andrew, I don't know how to pronounce that, act on MSNBC. So Matt Taibbi, while this was happening, Matt Taibbi was also being attacked by MSNBC. As that joyous experience included scenes of me refusing on camera to perform on-demand ritual criticism of Elon Musk, I first thought I was being pranked by news of Substack URLs being suppressed by him. No way, I thought. But other Substack writers insisted this was true. Their articles were indeed being labeled. Likes and retweets of Substack pages were being prohibited. I asked Substack co-head Haymitch what was going on. He said he wasn't sure, but offered that they just announced the new notes program the day before. I had to ask, what's that? I had no clue what Substack Notes was. So this is a, you can see the text message here. And basically they're telling him that uh, they're telling Matt Taibbi that Substack Notes is launched. As many unfortunately know now, my next move was to ask Elon what was going on. He didn't answer right away, which is fine. The man is busy. But the math on this was pretty simple. Whatever was going on between Twitter and Substack had nothing to do with me or other Substack writers. And if Twitter was going to label our work unsafe and not allow us us to share my articles, 
I couldn't endorse all this by using the platform, and I said so. This prompted a quick ping and a furious signal message. So you want to, so, so do you want Substack to kill Twitter? So this to me was something that, like, that's a crazy response. That Matt Taibbi texted Elon Musk and said, I'm choosing Substack, bro. And Elon Musk's response was, so you want Substack to kill Twitter? Elon Musk is terrified of Substack. And he should be because it's way, way, way better. I thought about asking him if he was okay. Substack is like a thousand times smaller than Twitter, but figured that wouldn't go over well, and I tried a Socratic approach. What would he do, excuse me, what would he have me do if I couldn't share links and market my work? The answer, post articles to Twitter instead, enabling a subscription plan. I would get more subscribers that way, I was told. This idea had come up about a month before, and I cheerfully declined, telling them I was happy where I was. I didn't think that had been a serious request, but now realized it might have been and tried to focus on the next line of text. Skipping over the part where it's weird and inappropriate to expect someone to leave a job, I moved to a more bottom line observation, namely that if I moved, people would say I'm essentially an employee of Twitter and both of us would never hear the end of it. Then and now, I was genuinely trying to protect Elon from his own ideas. He didn't see it that way and said that was goodbye. Through a fatalistic laugh, I asked if this was because I wouldn't leave Substack, to which he reiterated it was because I'd chosen to support a company that wants to kill Twitter. Now, to be really clear, although I absolutely do believe that Substack notes is like far superior to Twitter in every possible way, up to and including the fact that it just works within the entire Substack ecosystem. Like, Substack is not a replacement for Twitter, though. Substack is so much more than Twitter. Substack is long-form articles and writing and blog posts, if you want to use that terminology. Substack has video, like long-form video. Substack has podcasts. Substack now has notes. Substack also has a private chat feature for your community. Well, it's not even private. You can use a chat feature with your community to start different threads and discussions. I'm hosting a contest in one of my chats right now. It's amazing. You can even see right here, I'm in Matt Taibbi's Substack. When I highlight anything in in, in any Substack, I can just quote, Retweet or restack that, and it quotes it directly onto Substack notes, and I can send out a little thing. It just all works together. That's part of what makes Substack so great. But Substack is not designed to be Twitter. Substack is a completely different platform. And if Twitter can't compete with Substack, I'm sorry, that's Twitter's fault. Right now, Twitter is a hellscape in which everyone is angry all the time and is a really uncomfortable place to be unless you're addicted to outrage and you're trying to use it to feed an outrage addiction. The only reason I'm still on Twitter is because of the news. I hate Twitter. I hate everything about Twitter. I think it's awful. 
and but but they have the best breaking news and you can find out things really quickly and you can see kind of like the community reaction and it allows you to gauge a lot of stuff. So it's very beneficial in that regard. Substack is not doing that, at least not yet. But guess what? On Substack Notes, I'm able to access a much more diverse set of ideas because Substack Notes doesn't have an algorithm. So are they competitors? I mean, maybe, but Substack is way different than Twitter, especially when you're using all the features of the platform. And quite frankly, I think it's way better than Twitter, but it's not going to kill Twitter anytime soon. But Elon Musk is obviously scared enough of it that he completely like blew up his relationship with Matt Taibbi. I was still shaking my head and en route to Disneyland with my kids that night when I heard mid-flight that all of my Twitter files threads had been disabled. All were frozen last Friday evening. Though Twitter fixed this the same night, I was next subject to what was described to me as a blanket search ban. Check this out. excuse me, guys, water going down the wrong pipe. To the outside world, this looked like shadow banning to the degree that was comical, even compared to the weirder edge cases I'd seen in the Twitter files. Look at this. Elon Musk is such a petty child that not only did he disable all Substack links, not only did he shadow ban the Substack Twitter account, not only did he did he blow up his relationship with Matt Taibbi, but for an extra level of vengeance, he shadow banned Matt Taibbi mercilessly and took down all the Twitter files as vengeance. Now, listen, I said yesterday on the show, and I do actually mean this, I think that Elon Musk is a net positive. I really do. He is a based king. He does some things really well. And so we have to give credit where credit is due. No one is all bad or all good. People can be a combination of both and oftentimes are. But the way Elon Musk took down that BBC reporter was awesome. The way Elon Musk labeled NPR and PBS state-funded media or state-affiliated media That was awesome. However, what we're seeing here is Elon Musk's more childish, petulant side, which is not so awesome. It's not okay to shadow ban your enemies, Elon. That's how we ended up in this position in the first place. And see there. During this time, I was also performatively unfollowed. What grade are we in? And had my signal exchanges posted. I didn't realize that. Oh my God. I knew Elon Musk unfollowed Matt Taibbi. I didn't realize he posted their signal communication. All this apparently because Elon somehow came to believe I was scheming to set aside work on the Twitter files to pursue my real goal, i.e. helping kill Twitter by working with a company a tiny fraction of its size to build a social media app I'd never heard of. I've done a lot of drugs and can't remember ever reaching that level of paranoia. The episode reminded me of an episode, excuse me, the episode reminded me of Bananas. When Wooly Allen's 
uh, fledgling Mellish character toils with Marxist revolutionaries in Central American jungle to change the system only to see fearless leader General Emilio uh, Molina Vargas lose his mind after seizing power. From this day on, the official language of San Marcos will be Swedish, El Presidente declared. All children under 16 are now 16 years old. And he's got a clip there that we're not going to play. In doing all this, Elon immolated the last remnants of any reputation he had as a free speech advocate and gave immeasurable succor to associated... Jesus, I cannot speak today for some reason. To the assorted David Brock's AOCs and Rene DeResta's who view him as an antichrist. All can now point to his outbursts of cartoon censorship and argue individual eccentric CEOs are the real danger to free expression, not squads of executives of all, I don't know how, oh, legal, I don't know that word. Matt Taibbi has a way better vocabulary than I do, of something with the FBI, DHS, and 10 million Pentagon funded centers for securing whatever. It won't be true, but Elon's public meltdown will, in the short run, take a ton of pressure off those villains while accelerating the piranha frenzy currently skeletonizing Twitter's profits. Even given the recent craziness, I find myself feeling bad for the guy. So no one who's interested in continued release of Twitter file reports doubts it. I would have crawled across broken glass, eaten maggots by the bucket, anything. You can choose your own self-abasing image to be able to keep doing files searches. No offense to Substack, but the idea that I would walk away from a story like that to be involved in some peripheral way with building a new social media startup is, to put it gently, bonkers. The disabling of the Twitter files threads, even temporarily, made me nervous right away about leaving them to the whims of the company. I know other sites have already copied the Twitter files material, but as of today, we're uploading my threads at least to a different platform, including... Facebook and Substack, see the news section atop my page, and yes, True Social, among others. As for the Twitter files reports, Elon apparently announced in the spaces, they're done, there's not really much left, we need to move on. That may be true as far as he's concerned, but we still have a lot of material, and more reports are coming. Holding up my end of the deal, these will appear on Twitter first. They just won't be on my account since... I had another phrase here originally, but let's just say I can't see using Twitter after the events of last week. En route to the beach this morning, I got a text from a friend teasing me about a news story saying I'd quit Twitter. He asked if I was going to write one of those self-pitying I'm leaving essays and requested for his personal amusement that I stretch the text to at least 10,000 words. I laughed, but this isn't that. It's more like office space. I'm not quitting Twitter. I'm just not going to go anymore. It's not personal. I just can't drive traffic to any site that censored me. These companies depend on our content to make money, and for years we've been rewarding all their dicking around with engagement and the reality by handling handing them more eyeballs to sell. Frankly, if all the accounts walked away in these situations, the platforms would have to cut this nonsense out pretty quickly. He is not wrong about that. The problem is that most people don't have the security that Matt Taibbi has, so they don't feel like they can. I'm going to tell you this, though. I was fully prepared to never go on Twitter again if they didn't re-enable the Substack links. 
And I'm going to tell you why. Even though I have a really good time on Twitter, even though I love trolling that group of unhinged idiots that just obsesses about me all day, every day, even though I do get a lot of news from Twitter, I only get 2% of my traffic from Twitter. And that has been true across the last three years. So even when I was still getting millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of views on my tweets, every single effing tweet, which was the entirety of 2020, only 2% of my traffic came from Twitter. That was that was true of my YouTube channel. That's true of my Substack. That's true of other things. Those are the two most important things to me right now. But that's that's reality. Even when I'm getting an absurd amount of views and re- and uh, like retweets and stuff like that and comments and replies and hearts and all these things, 2% of my traffic. And I'm not the only one who has had that experience. And I know that because right after, um, so basically when this happened, Substack opened Substack notes to their best-selling authors, which I happen to be one. That's why I have a check on there. Um, which goes by how many paid subscribers you have. And so the author started talking on Substack Notes. And what we found out is that 2% number is pretty consistent. It's not just me that's only getting 2%. It's like everyone, almost everyone, a couple of people here and there are getting more, but most people are getting 1% to 2% of their traffic from Twitter. So for a lot of people, they're afraid of giving up these platforms. But in reality, when you look at it, you're not really actually losing all that much. And even when even when things are going really well on Twitter, you still don't get conversions from it because people are so addicted to the platform that they stay on the platform, which is fine. But Matt Taibbi is 100% correct that the answer is to just leave the effing platform. So as Substack Notes continues to build out, I'm really looking to spend more time there if I'm honest about it. I'm already getting more traffic to my Substack from Substack Notes than I ever have from Twitter. So why not? I mean this sincerely. I've got nothing against Elon Musk. Thanks to him and the Twitter files, ordinary people know a lot more than they ever could have hoped to know about how information is managed in this country. I'll personally always feel grateful for what he did. But he's high as Snoop in a water or a weather balloon if he thinks banning commercial rivals is going to solve Twitter's problems. The whole thing's really a shame. With apologies to my wife and children, now I really have to get back to vacation. And that is Matt Taibbi's views on the whole Twitter situation. Good for him. Good for him. And Matt Taibbi is active on Substack Notes. I've seen him post several times. And another thing about Substack Notes is there's not a ton of activity right now. So if you want to get in front of people who are posting on there, you really, really can. So guys, I would highly recommend that everyone join Substack Notes. And again, if you want to subscribe to me, the way that you follow me on Substack Notes is by literally subscribing to my Substack, carlin.substack.com. And I do hope I see you over there because it's so much nicer than Twitter. It's so much nice.